Hello everyone, I'm sorry, again, I'm three minutes late. I will manage it on time one week, I promise. Um, it's the first time I've scheduled uh, a live to go on uh, YouTube, so uh, now I know which button I'm supposed to be pressing, <laughs> where I'm supposed to go to do that. Um, so hi, welcome to, I think it's about our fourth or fifth Thursday Tea Time live. I'm streaming live on YouTube and Facebook, hence my eyes will flip between the two. Um, where are we, 11th of March already? Time is absolutely flying by. Um, but so much is going on as well. I hope you're all well. Um, we're just gonna have a relaxed chat. Hi, Vicky, uh, as we always do, a relaxed history chat. What's going on in the in history, in the, in the news? Um, I've got some news for you. Um, so, uh, hello, Smaranda and Joanne. Hi, Oklahoma. Hello. Um, welcome, everybody. So, yeah, I mean, how are you? Feel free to, um, you know, comment and, and uh, I don't know, throw me an emoji, whatever it is you, you fancy doing. Um, but, yeah, right. So, what have I got? So, we're going to talk a bit about history in the news because even I made it into the news this week, which was quite a shock, so I'll tell you a bit more about that. Um, I've got some more book um, recommendations for you. Um, a podcast recommendation as well, not mine, someone else's, but that I think you might like. Um, and I might as well tell you a few of the videos that I've got coming out and, uh, and, and, and are out, because um, in case any of the topics that I've, I'm, I've covered recently you're interested in. Um, cause yeah, I did. So you can find at the moment, so now live now on, um, on my YouTube channel is, um, Penn being grant William Penn being granted the, uh, lands in America. I think I might've spoken about this one last week actually, but that one's there obviously, um, Penn as in Pennsylvania. So, I mean, I, well, I found that quite interesting. Queen Anne became the last Stuart monarch. Um, so that was on the uh, Hi Barbara, Hi Sandra, Hi Patty. So that's on um, that was on the death of her brother-in-law William the Third. So I've talked about that a bit in the video. All my videos at the moment are about between about three and five minutes long, and it's not just because I'm lazy. Um, it's it's so that I can, in you know, I want to introduce, I suppose, snippets of British history. Um, in you know as much detail as we can cover in three or five three to five minutes um and so it might be something that you've not come across before or you know something you just want to know a bit more about um and that's how i've designed them to be like short sharp and informative i hope um oh yes um i don't know if you've watched this one already but i covered the rizzio murder rizzio he was italian that was my poor Italian accent. Um, the, so David Rizzio was the private secretary of Mary Queen of Scots and he was murdered in front of her in this week in 1566. I've got that right. Anyway, it's on the video. I've definitely got it right on the video. Um, and he, um, oh yeah, he, I mean he was stabbed. Mary uh, wrote an account, I think she wrote to the Oh, someone in the church about it 
can't think who, sorry. Anyway, she, she mentioned in there that he was stabbed 56 times. So it was a, it was a, a big, oh, brutal murder. Anyway, I spoke about that. Um, so there's a video on that. And Henry VIII's 1524 jousting accident. So this one, um, you might have heard of the 1536 one, which is the one where he was, some accounts say he was rendered unconscious for a couple of hours. Some say he just didn't speak for a couple of hours. Either way, he was, you know, badly shaken or injured. But 1524 could have been just as bad. I mean, it, well, it could have been fatal. So he managed to go at the list. So run, so the joust, obviously, the joust is where they're on horseback. They've got... Um, the lance which is a, I don't know how long it is I really should look it up because I keep I, I don't know but anyway really long pole let's say though I can't guess a really long pole long enough to try and knock your opponent off his horse as you ride or gallop uh, towards each other and um, the the riders are fully armoured armoured up you know they've got their full armour on and and Henry went with his visor up and he was jousting against his best friend Charles Brandon and Charles Brandon had his visor down I think basically once the visors are down they can't really see or hear a lot um which is an interesting way to go at galloping around on horses but anyway and his Charles Brandon's lance went and and, and hit the the king on on the head and the lance splintered and if any one of those splinters had been near his eye you know that could have been bye bye henry what would have happened then it's another what it's another big what if isn't it another big um yeah dicing with death henry was at times um and what would have happened if he'd have been killed on that day Hmm, would have been interesting. But in the video that I've done on YouTube, there is, oh, thank you, Doug, a lance would be 12 foot. I thought 12 foot and I didn't want to say it in case I was wrong. Um, thank you very much for that. And uh, yeah, so in the video that I've done, I, um, I've put in some footage when I saw a, a joust, of, you know, one of the uh, heritage sites. It's a place, uh, it's actually taken at a place called Avoncroft. Um, uh, I don't know, the Avoncroft Museum, but it's a museum of historical buildings where they've taken buildings um, and carefully deconstructed them and then reconstructed them at this sort of open air uh, village or open air museum. Hi, Razan. Um, and uh, they did a jousting, um, well, they did a whole, um, they did jousting and they did a whole uh, like battle reenactment thing in quite a small to be fair quite a small area and I was looking where this jousting was supposed to be taking place I thought there's absolutely no way knowing absolutely nothing about horses by the way that you're going to be able to get a horse to gallop and stop in this short space anyway they did so the video of that is included in that YouTube video and one of their lan the, the one I managed to take a video of the lance of one of them did splinter so you get an idea of just what that might have looked like. Hi Terry, hi Shana. Um, so yeah, so if you want to check it out again, I think that one's only about three minutes. Um, and then tomorrow, I don't know if this is controversial or not. 
It wasn't when I first recorded it. I've got the true story behind Rule Britannia. So this, <laughs> I won't sing it for you, but this rousing song that is um, usually played at the end of the BBC proms, very patriotic song. Well, there's a story behind Rule Britannia and it's not that it was created in order to be this major rousing patriotic song sang by everybody. And that one is out tomorrow, uh, tomorrow morning, our time, uh, UK time. So uh, Australia, you'll be probably in well into your afternoon by the time I've uh, made it live. And America, when you wake up, it will be there ready for you. And if you are a, a patron on my Patreon club, hi George, hi Geneva, um, then you will you have already got access to it so just head over to patreon.com forward slash British history and you'll be able to get hold of that video right now um, hi Kevin so uh, yeah also um, patrons if you um, when you go over there you, then this week's history post is there and it's a blog about the checkers ring um, any of you who haven't seen the checkers ring Google it, Google it now if you like while you're on to me uh, and have a look. It's, it's a ring that was in the possession of Elizabeth I. There's a story that it was taken off her finger when she died um, and given to James I, uh, or James VI of Scotland as he already was and became James I of England, but um, apparently that's they're talking about the wrong ring. <laughs> it wasn't that ring at all. It would have been an odd ring to be to give to James because it's a locket ring. It's tiny, tiny, tiny. So it it well tiny. It, it's a ring. It fit on Elizabeth's fingers. Elizabeth is known for having extremely slender uh, fingers, and um, it's a locket ring. So you open it up, and there are two portraits in there, and one. I hope you didn't hear my stomach rumble then. <laughs> it's really loud. Um, one of the portraits is most definitely Elizabeth. You can tell it's Elizabeth. And then there is a, dis not dispute, there's many theories as to who the other lady is in the other portrait. So anyway, if you're a patron, I've done a whole blog on that and that is over again on, um, just head over to the Patreon site and you will be able to find it. Um, and then I've got a really exciting announcement tomorrow. Ah, oh, and I can't tell you about it today because it's, um, well, you might have seen, there's been a bit of it. I've put a teaser video out on Facebook um, and Instagram. I couldn't do it on YouTube because I'm doing something with three other uh, his history people and, um, and YouTube would only let one of us a video up if it's the same video so hence why I can't put it on my YouTube channel um, but I will link to it for anyone who just follows me on YouTube on Facebook you might have seen it and uh, the full detail of what we're announcing is coming out tomorrow so please keep an eye out on that if you're signed up to my newsletter then you'll you'll get an email with a link to to it and all the detail anyway um, or just look out on Facebook tomorrow and Instagram and uh, and you'll you'll see it all there and then next week I'll be able to talk to you about it proper you'll see what I mean but okay and before we look at history in the news I've got two books I'd like to recommend to you and a podcast like I say not my podcast someone else's podcast that I think you'll like the two books 
Is it C.S. Lewis who said, between every new book that you read, you should read what, uh, reread one. Is that right? So if somebody, somebody, that, but I'm pretty sure it's C.S. Lewis. I'm also pretty sure that I've just completely misquoted him. Anyway, the first book is this one. So Power, Power Passion, Politics in Anglo-Saxon England, The Private Lives of the Saints, Dr. Yanina Ramirez. Yanina is is a really um, interesting historian anyway. Um, she's got a great way of linking stories throughout history. Now, the reason this one's interesting, especially, well, even if you're um, uh, normally just interested in one particular period of history, is that what happened in the um it covers sort of what what happened in the monasteries who all the different saints are that we know um some much better uh candidates for who the patron saint of england should have been we ended up with george um anyway she goes into that so this is this is the book i've read before and then there's a book anyway thoroughly recommend that um and then this is the book that I haven't yet read, but I am, uh, well, I, I fully will, intend to. Um, and but I have listened to um, Hallie Rubenhold talk about uh, this book, so I heard her do a talk about it, and then I bought it, and so I got her to sign it as well. Yeah, there she is. <laughs> um, and it's the story of the women that were killed by Jack the Ripper. So, hi, Karen. So we are, we, yeah, it's, there's, there's so many um, misunderstandings about the story of Jack the Ripper because it's only told about Jack the Ripper. Um, and a lot of assumptions were made at the time and therefore in the retelling assumed about the women involved. Um, and she tells each one uh, the stories of each one and what is I mean there's loads of loads of stuff in there that's really interesting but it gives a really incredible insight into Victorian England and how easily your fortunes could change basically um one of the ladies oh, I'm trying to remember now because I, I I've from from her talk and this is what I need to go um this is why I, I want to read it again because it was quite incredible they these these women were not all prostitutes by any stretch um and uh, one indeed was really quite high up in society then her husband died she left with no money oh and it all just goes it all goes to pot anyway that's so that's my other um uh, book recommendation i can see barbara and karen saying hello to each other <laughs> that's so cool um and then my podcast recommendation is a guy called uh, neil oliver and he's got it's um neil oliver's love letter love letter to great britain oh no no sorry love letter to the british isles um uh, yeah, he's a he's a Scottish archaeologist um, historian, and you might have seen him on TV as well. Actually, um, he's he's done. There was a series called Coast that he did, um, and yes, Joanne, they're great books. Um, 
and uh, anyway so check out Neil's uh, podcast it's again they're quite sort of I think they're they're not quite as short as mine to be fair <laughs> about 10-15 minutes um, and he's great at picking out something that's happening at the moment and something from the past and linking the two it's in a really really interesting way uh, hi Mary so so yeah, so there you go, there's my recommendations. And then, right, should we get on to history in the news? Two men in a trench, Doug. Yes, he did do two men in a trench, and I'm trying to think where they excavated in that. Oh, Karen's already a Neil Oliver fan. He's lovely. And um and if you follow him on Instagram, he's um he's I think it might be a new channel. Um and so he answers all of your comments and not that I've been bombarding him or anything. Oh, there you go, Barbara was a fan. Oh, perfect. I'm going to have to have a sip of my tea. I've spoken a lot already. Oh. So, so then, shall we go to history in the news? Now, did anybody see, I, I shared the link to um, a article in the Daily Express, um, which isn't a particularly highbrow paper over here, but anyway, uh, and they did an article. I don't know why suddenly they've done an article. Oh, Bar sorry, back to Neil. Barbara, I am with you. Neil's accent is amazing. <laughs> He's a guy I would have call me and read me the phone book, Duran. He absolutely is. He's got, he, he goes and brr all the way. Like, I don't know. He's just, oh, yes. He's got the most fantastic accent. Um, right, anyway, yes. Yeah, so in the Daily Express, I didn't know but they decided to run an article about Henry VIII's um, burial place, which is a topic that I quite like talking about. Um, and it's, a, a, it's actually a topic that I did a live stream like this about, about three years ago, and continues to get more views a day than any other of my videos. <laughs> <laughs> which is good in one way and a little bit disappointing in another. And I also wrote an article for his BBC, uh, well, it's the BBC History magazine online, History Extra, on, on exactly the same thing. And so this reporter must have got my um, words from the article and I think possibly from the video because some of the words I don't recognise from the article, but but I knew they were mine and um, and I'm cited all the way through this article about about Henry VIII and and how he's how he ended up buried in a different place to, to his hair <laughs> buried in a different place to um, where he intended and obviously he, and he doesn't have a tomb for anyone who doesn't know Henry VIII is uh, is buried underneath the uh, the choir of St George's Chapel in Windsor with no tomb uh, just a marble slab over the top, which was put there by, oh, was it William the Fourth who put that there? Um, anyway, so I'm cited all the way through this article, and I have to say, I didn't, I didn't give an interview, <laughs> um, so I don't, I don't actually know uh, why suddenly that was published. But I was quite happy that I wasn't misquoted at any point for a start. <laughs> and the top of the article had a video of. Uh, um, Susanna Lipscomb and Lucy Worsley chatting. So I'm quite happy for my name to have been associated with them. They might not have been quite so happy backwards, but no, they're lovely people. I'm sure they wouldn't mind. Oh. And the other piece of history I saw in the news um, 
which was the day, oh, Catherine, you're so sweet, uh, which is the day after I mentioned Tintin Abbey. So any of you who follow me on Instagram or Facebook would have seen that I was posting, for about two weeks I posted like a daydreaming list, a bucket list of places that um, that I'd been thinking about wanting to go back to um, or had been intended on going to, you know, before all this stuff was happening. And um, anyways, allowing myself to start daydreaming about going back to them now that um, surely the end is nigh, we shall see. Anyway, so I was um, posting about these places daily and I posted about Tintin Abbey. And then I think it was the day after or two days after, there's an article again, it's in the news and this was covered by the, the BBC where workmen working in the local area discovered this secret tunnel. Of course, it's a secret tunnel. Of course, it's a secret tunnel. I mean, it may just be a conduit. I've no idea. Um, but uh, anyway, it was just quite funny that I'd said it and, or, you know, shared about it. And then it, ha and then it turned up in the news uh, a couple of days later. They don't know what this tunnel um, uh, was used for quite large I don't know it didn't give dimensions but from the photographs it looks like it's quite substantial um, and uh, anyway so yeah the, they've now anytime anything like this is discovered when they do works so uh, road works and all this th th that's when actually we do a lot of um, we <laughs> is uh, we as a country find archaeological you know the finds because somewhere will be being excavated for a purpose. Anyway, then they have to call in the archaeologists and, and work is generally stopped until investigations are, are complete, which I'm sure is uh, mightily frustrating for construction and, and whatever, but, um, but it's a good way of finding stuff, right? Uh, so that was all fun. And I have to watch the time today because I have uh, a virtual parents' evening for my son uh, at the at four o'clock our time um, now interest <laughs> they did say in the letter to make sure that we we're appropriately dressed and in an appropriate room so they didn't say that for the last parents evening so I'm a bit <laughs> I'm desperate to ask them or maybe I don't want to know uh, what's happened why they were why they felt the need to tell parents to be dressed and to be in an appropriate room <laughs> answers on a postcard so mm. oh I've been talking a lot already so I hope everyone is um is good and feeling a little well I was going to say feeling a bit like spring's coming there's a bit of a storm kicking off here so um it'll come eventually won't it it will come eventually and uh oh Honestly, next week we're going to have so much more to talk about because I'm going to be able to tell you what is the uh, announcement for tomorrow. But the teaser I put out, you'll notice there was Sarah Morris, um, Catherine Brooks, who I think is watching at the moment on Facebook, and uh, and Dr. Cat, who uh, some of you might... Um, she's really successful on YouTube. <laughs> she's really good. She's got a, a, um, a channel called Reading the Past. And uh, anyway, we're all doing something together. So I'll be able to give you all the details of that tomorrow. So yeah, please look out for that. Um, 
and also coming out soon is oh Barbara you've had a tree blow down oh blimey I tell you the winds are really strong aren't they um I'm worried something's going to fly off the roof before before we've had a chance to do our spring checks where I send my husband up a ladder um oh yeah so coming out soon will be Sarah Morris's podcast her uh, Tudor Travel Essentials podcast um hi Linda uh, hi Nick uh which um which we recorded last week and we were talking about places to go beyond London hi Leslie thank you for joining um and I wanted to do that on the podcast because um I feel like we can be even as a country actually let alone uh, as tourists quite London centric and of course London's got absolutely heaps to see but my thinking was perhaps people have already done London or perhaps post-covid people are a little bit more likely to want to not spend huge amounts of time in a big city and would like to know where to go outside of the city so um the uh hi Samantha um so Samantha's saying um thank you for the book recommendations and I hope they will be available in Romania or are available in Romania or will be soon yes I mean I try and find other booksellers but you know the one I'm talking about is where um generally most of the books come from the other way that I consume my books and I admit I haven't checked whether these are on there but you will most of you will already know this is is audible um I do a lot of work on the computer I do a lot of reading and actually it's nice to give my eyes a rest um, and listen to someone read and do it the, the best audible books as well I think are the ones that um, the writer uh, narrates them themselves as well um, I really like that because obviously they've written the words and they express them exactly as they meant them to be back to Neil Oliver I've just listened to um, I've Actually, I fell asleep listening to it last night, so I'm going to have to scrub back and, and listen to the last few chapters. I finished his um, oh ancient worlds mm, history of history of ancient worlds, I think it's called um, last night. That's really good as well. So look up Neil Oliver on Audible as well. Um, he, he, because because he's archaeology, he's not. Um, I'm saying this because this seems to be the way. He's not just. Uh, he's not restrained by a particular country or area you know it's more what was going on at this time throughout the world and 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 he tells stories um creation stories as well so you know certain um places tribes whatever just you know their creation story was like this and this one over here was like this and and they but they but there was you know things that link the two or it's just it's it's a really great way of um of uh, of looking at things and really relevant today that's the thing i like about neil oliver stuff is he's, he he can link it to well human beings today the way we live today because you know we're still we're still human beings um we think we think of ourselves as very advanced you know i mean technology is incredible isn't it i'm talking to you live from um my uh, my office and you're all over the world it's amazing it's brilliant um but anyway where was i yes yeah, so so sarah's podcast should be coming out soon um yeah and we're talking about going to places outside of london 
So we did, well, I suggested a few. Portsmouth for the Mary Rose. You can also go and see South Sea Castle when you're there. Um, it's not the Henry VIII uh, castle that was at the same site. Um, and I mean, I, I quite like the South Sea Portsmouth area. There's quite a lot. You, could, you can pop over to Portchester. You can get the ferry over to the Isle of Wight um, and go and see um, Osborne House. You can, there's, there's quite a bit to do. Um, I also said about Stratford. Any of you have been to Stratford-upon-Avon? Stratford-upon-Avon is a, just a, it, I mean, it's a fabulous place to go, even if you did a day trip out of London. If you're staying in London, you need to do a day trip out because you can get the train there and then everything's walkable. So that's always really good. And if you are in the car, Kenilworth Castle isn't that far away. Um, I did a virtual tour of Kenilworth Castle for somebody last night, um, which is, that was so enjoyable. I loved doing that. I mean, I'd love to be doing it in person, obviously, but needs must. And it was, um, yeah, it was, it was really good. Uh, where else did I mention on the podcast? So you can listen to me talk about Ludlow you already know I'm always talking about Ludlow uh can't remember where else I said you have to listen to the podcast and find out um it, we might even do two on that topic I'm not sure I don't we we were asked oh Peterborough Castle, uh, Pe castle. there was a castle but Peterborough Cathedral um uh I said about as well so that's um where Catherine of Aragon is laid to rest and actually Mary Queen of Scots was laid to rest there as well before her son James I of England, James VI of Scotland, always have to clarify that, uh, moved her to Westminster Abbey. So um, that's a really good place to go and see. Yeah and then um, I'll let you all go in a minute but on Instagram I've, <laughs> I've discovered reels I don't know if any of you are on Instagram, but basically Instagram, you can either do like a video up to 30 seconds, in which case you use reels, or you can do one up to a minute, in which case you can just post it, or you can do one over a minute, oh, and that goes on IGTV. Anyway, I'm just about working this out. And I have, oh, I have reams and reams of video uh, from various heritage locations across the whole country. Um, that I've taken over time where um, I used to have a membership group before the Patreon group and um, we did virtual tours in there so some of those snippets I'm now sharing on my Instagram reels um, so yeah that's 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 why I've switched so I've switched it at the moment from doing images and basically just um, popping up some videos there that I've got and uh, if for nothing, if for no other reason than to have a look at how many different hairstyles I've managed to have over the past uh, few years, um, then then go watch. <laughs> I think I think I put a video. That, there was one I had short brown hair at Kenilworth, and I did another one of Kenilworth. I think the day after, which I'd got, and I had long blonde hair. <laughs> so it's just like. I don't even notice now because I've changed my hair so much that but it probably looks a bit odd to everybody else right then everyone I'm going to leave you to it leave you to your week thank you so much for joining me 
and um, if you are following me on, on YouTube please subscribe if you think you're going to enjoy uh, my videos and watching them and I think you can um, if you're not already liking my page I imagine you probably are on Facebook if you've got notification that I went live so um, but I'll be coming live again three o'clock next week for another Thursday tea time so thank you ever so much for joining me thank you Linda um, for your comment and uh, everyone for listening in I will see you all next week oh and check remember to wait remember to um, look out for my announcement tomorrow <laughs> Bye, everyone.